Back here on Cowboys Storyline here. Got uh, about 25 more minutes to go halfway through. We've been talking a little bit about the the uh, Thanksgiving Day game coming up against Washington. Also, memories of how you became a fan and things like that. We're trying to – we're, we're kind of going a little slow here. We're trying to pick up the pace, trying to get a little bit more uh, callers. I think we've got one on the line, Dylan in Northport, Florida. Chris, are we ready for that? Dylan? Hey. Hey, Dylan. How, how you doing? doing? Good, man. Good. I, listen, I was going to cry about the Eagles last night. I, I really want to, but I'm not going to. I'll just let it go. I'll follow and just, oh, God. They got to lose a fumble at some point, I think, though, yeah. the, the Eagles. They like, definitely they definitely get, get fumbles. I, I'm telling you, like, it doesn't bother me. Like, like, none of this bothers me because of the game that I saw two weeks ago. I just, I feel like if you got to go up to Philadelphia again, you just go up there and, and, and beat them this time. I mean, yeah. You, you've already you've lost games. They're probably not going to lose you know that many games. They're a good football team, but I don't think the Cowboys are that far off. So I I just that yeah that would have been nice if Kansas City did that. But I I don't expect the Cowboys to really catch Philly. I don't think they can at this point. But I I don't know if yeah they, that's why I look at it like I'm just not not concerned about Philly's Philly's good. But what goes up comes down. You know what I mean? If you lose you lose five or six fumbles and you keep you keep recovering, you're going to lose. I mean. They'll they'll get theirs. It'll it'll happen. Law of averages, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, between the drops last night with the Chiefs and just luck of the bounces and, and some of that stuff, man, you're absolutely. I think they got some horseshoes up their butts or something. I don't know. They, they might need to get those out. At I some mean, point, might hurt, but they get the rain. They get. I mean, honestly, I mean, Kansas City moved up and down the field on them. You know, and turn and honestly, yeah. pick fumble. I mean, Kelsey fumbles inside. They throw a pick. You know, they they drop a touchdown. I mean, they they. I mean, I thought Kansas City outplayed them, but but they but they didn't though. They, they they didn't make enough plays there. I mean, credit Philly. They I mean, you can't you can't luck into nine and one. You just can't. I mean, like they're, sure. they're 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 good. It's one of those seasons for them where they do have a good team, and you know they're getting the luck of the bounce too. But like you said, it all comes back. So you know, I'm hoping it comes back come playoff time, and they get knocked out. That'd be nice to see. Sure. But um, yeah, man, I guess. Uh, how I became a fan. I grew up in upstate New York, and there's not really a firm answer to this one. I, I think that I have a theory. <laughs> My dad used to bet a lot, right, on mm-hmm. games when I was a kid, and uh, I watched the Cowboys basically every week. They're on TV, and he's always betting on the Cowboys, rooting for him because there's money on the line. And I think just by osmosis, I think that's how I I became a fan. And yeah. uh, you know, early 2000s is when I really started paying attention. I was old enough at that point, and uh, I didn't really know anything. I uh, had really no hope for the team. Just you know, there, there wasn't much going on in those days. And then 2006 comes along and Thanksgiving, I think that was my favorite Thanksgiving game. Uh, Roma had uh, five touchdowns that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the first season where I was like, wow, like the Cowboys might do something. And then we all know, you know, how that ended. But that was a that was a fun year for sure. And a, a good Thanksgiving Day game. Cool. Yeah, that, w- that was a good one. Beat the Bucks that day. Uh, Romo was he was he was making sure he was getting touchdown passes. I mean, they should have been running the ball to Marion Barber, but he decided to throw it to Marion Barber. But yeah, he was getting he his touchdowns. two for two, I think. Yeah, I think Marion had two two uh, reception touchdowns. Yeah, and then uh, real quick, just uh, you know, I watched the tape yesterday of that game on Sunday, and there was a couple plays that stuck out to me. That that Bland interception, even more impressive watching that tape because he 
He's got to cross with the guy, cross the field man coverage, which is like one of the hardest things a defensive back can do with the receiver. And then there's a tight end that, that runs uh, straight up the seam, tries to pick him, misses. So he's got to go around that tight end, come back underneath and pick that ball off. So that was nice. And then the uh, that Tony Pollard toss, Terrence Steele, knocking those two guys out. Loses yeah. his helmet. That was that was really cool. cool. And then play. you know uh, the, the center there, he's running up the field trying to find somebody to block. Steel blocks those two guys, and then the center's like, "Oh crap! Now I got to find somebody else to go block." So he turns up, and that was just a, a cool play to watch. Yeah, so. that was a good one. The the, the thing that that I impressed me the most about the bland play was the pop up, just like <laughs> to go down. I mean, and then. I guess you do it all in one motion, just to go down and then just to pop back up there. I, don't, I mean, he's got the ball, so he can't really use his arms to brace himself. I mean, think about that. If you just go to your living room and just kind of fall down and then pop up and, and try to see see what yeah, happens it was there. The same kind of reactionary play that Diggs had against the Patriots on that interception for a touchdown a couple of years ago, where he's like got to hurdle the guy, catch the ball at the same time. Yeah, like just I think having that natural ability and agility and dexterity to do that is just not yeah. something you can fix. It's no. something you have or you don't. So well, and it's probably the reason why you're an NFL corner and other people aren't. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. To be an NFL cornerback and to cover the the best you know athletes in the world. I mean, you yeah you you are a different breed. Uh, for sure. All right. Good stuff, Dylan. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's go. I got a couple of text questions here. Uh, Chris in Fort Lauderdale, he says his memory of Thanksgiving is the 93 snow game. Miami uh, with Leon Lett, uh, Leon Lett Gaff there by the end zone. John in Michigan says his best memory is Leon Lett snow fumble 30 years ago this week. It's um, not my best memory. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't love the, that game. Um, but, uh, you know, I will say this, and I've said it before, you know, when you lose a tough game like that, the Cowboys were a really good team in 93 trying to trying to win back-to-back. They lost that game in Miami, and they didn't lose another game that year. You know, this, so it, they, they were able to overcome it. And then, you know, I, I, the best part about that story, and, and, I, and I say this because we, we did a documentary on, um, on Leon Lett um, about six years ago, and, uh, and I really – you know, he, he talked about that game and, that, and what he was thinking and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, just kind of listening to, to his, his story was, was amazing um, and just how it all came full circle. But, you know, they were losing by a touchdown in the Super Bowl that year at halftime, down 13-6 to six to the Bills, the team they'd just beaten by 35 the year before. What's going on? What's up with this team? Is this, is this finally going to happen for Buffalo? The Cowboys just can't do it. 30 seconds into the third quarter, Leon let bust through the line, hit Thurman Thomas, the ball came loose, and uh, James Washington picked it up, weaved his way into the end zone for a touchdown to tie the game, just like that. If you you went to go get food and you came down to sit in your seat, you, it was already tied because of Leon Lett. That right there is to me is the most full circle moment of that. Yeah, you had a play that everyone will, will remember, but the one that he changed the game to win that Super Bowl, that's what's pretty awesome uh, about that. All right, uh, let's go to the um, – is Frank in New York our next caller? Frank, is that right? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Kent in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Somebody else sent me a message. Messed me up here. Kent in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Kent. Good morning. How are you doing, Nick? Good. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. I would. I wish the game last night would have turned out a little bit different. Um, not sure exactly how good a receiver is if he's really, really fast and take the top off the defense, but can't catch a ball. But. Uh, We'll just yeah. have to take that and and see how the cards fall. Um, yeah. But if, I'll tell you what, if, if Deron Bland keeps playing the way he's playing, I think we may have to second guess uh, 
who is the best defensive player on our team. Yeah. I mean, he's, he is actually, he's putting in, I think, a, a, a really strong case for defensive player of the year. He gets a couple of more picks and another pick six. That's a new record. I don't think you can ignore that on the defensive player of the year. It's, there's more to the game than sacks. Well, are, I mean, are you, let's just say it. I mean, are you saying he's more valuable than Micah Parsons? I mean, is that what well, is that what we're getting at here, or or, or other players? I well, mean, I think he's every bit as valuable as as Micah Parsons. Mm. I, I I like how. See, here's the thing. I, I, who cares? I mean, because you, you got both. Like you do have both. I mean, exactly. The, the, this yeah. is the thing. Like, nope. yeah, I, and and they'll probably take votes from each other, and they won't win. You know, defensive player of the year. I I I just wrote a mailbag answer to that. I don't see defensive player of the year when I think of Deron Bland. I, I just don't. Nothing against him. I, I think he's playing awesome. I just don't. That's not. I think he's had four interceptions for touchdowns. You know, he's got six interceptions. He's playing great. Guy in Baltimore has six picks as well. Um, you know, but I just don't see him as player of the year, the difference maker. He's not shutting down the side and everyone else go over here. It's not like Dion was back then. I, I don't. I I don't see him that way. I think the biggest difference well, maker on their defense is Micah Parsons. That's what I think. Well, it might. You know, Micah, Micah is incredible with the pressure that he gets. But right. I think also, if I'm not mistaken. Duran also leads the league as the lowest QBR uh, when being thrown to his receiver that he's covering. Yeah. You, you can't ignore that. No, but, no, you can't ignore uh, that. That's pretty awesome, too. And that's a stat. I don't know if I'd seen that stat. So, no, no, there's yeah. more to it than just the pick sixes. This isn't a guy. And one, Go ahead. I'm sorry. One uh, one more thing before you let you answer, answer that one. Uh, you were asking about our earliest memories. I honestly don't have any outstanding memories of Thanksgiving Day games other than the Miami Game and, and I also remember the Super Bowl. You know, Leon was a tremendous player in that Super Bowl. Right. But I grew up in Hatch, New Mexico, and we got our our TV out of El Paso, Texas. So I grew up about forty miles north here of Las Cruces, where I'm living now. And so the one game we could get every week was Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I can remember sitting there five, six years old with my dad watching the Dallas Cowboys. That's awesome. And, and that's... I just, I can, you know, I remember, you know, unfortunately for Jackie Smith, I remember Jackie Smith dropping that ball. I was 10 years old. And, uh, you know, yes. every year I had to have my number 12 jersey to go to school. When we did our back to school shopping. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, so that's why I just, I, I have really, really fond memories of growing up. And yeah. even both my older brothers weren't, they weren't that much into football, but I was. And I would sit there and watch football with my dad. And that's just a, uh, that's, Having lost my dad about ten years ago, that's uh, just a really, really good memory. Well, I, I, I hate to hear that, but yeah, I, I say that all the time. And thanks for the call. Uh, appreciate that, Kent. Um, you know, and I say it a lot. And, and and this is an example of that. About you know, you don't always choose being a cowboy fan. It kind of chooses you. And um, and I can relate to you because I have an older brother who he didn't care much about football either. He cared more about you know uh, the Star Wars and comics and things like that. <clears throat> just that wasn't my thing. Um, but but you know, I, I remember sitting. There with my dad watching games as well watching you know and that's why i love the i love the thanksgiving day game like and i have memories of that you know just being at a grandparents house watching watching that game but then again i watched all of them so i mean you know the thanksgiving to me you know it's just one of them because i mean it's it's fun to be a part of it but at the same time i can remember the games before and after all that stuff too so i'm just different that way i guess but um all right let's go to frank in new york now is frank still on the line we got Frank now. Hey, Nick. How are you? Good, Frank. How are you doing? I'm a long-time first-time caller. I feel like I practically know you all the times I've been listening to you. Um, I, 
Thanksgiving Day is the reason why I'm a Cowboy fan. 1974, uh, the Luke Longley game when Roger Staubach got knocked out of the game, that was the first football game that actually took an Time out. Time out, Frank. Yeah. Luke Longley was a good center in the NBA. Clint Longley. Clint Longley, Clint Longley, my bad. I say good center. He was a he was a play, he was yeah. a guy, you know. Yeah. He won some championship. Yeah. Clint Longley, yeah. Yes, Clint Longley, my bad. And he came in and threw two touchdown passes in the last like five minutes of the game. And ever since then, I've been a Cowboy fan. Yep. That was a, that was a memory. I mean, I, I I wasn't alive, but yeah, I mean that's that's the one everyone talks about. You know, Washington and. And you know they played Washington ten times and ten times in th- on Thanksgiving, so uh, I think the Cowboys were eight and two, and it was really close to losing that one. But that was that was a big one for sure. Yeah, and uh, I think all the Cowboy fans are just relaxed after the way Philadelphia played last night. I think we'll be all right as long as we steady the ship. I think we'll be all right because Kansas City gave them that game yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it's they're beatable. That's the, that's the thing. They're, just, yeah. they're they're beatable. They're beatable. You know, it doesn't matter. They can they can be beat, and uh, they're good. But they they can be beat, and and you know they could have lost that one. But they're living right right now. Um, but th- that doesn't that doesn't hold up though. It just it just doesn't. You'll you'll lose a game that they you know they already have lost one to the Jets, but they'll they'll lose another yeah. game or two like that. But you just don't expect. Yeah, eventually the ceiling's gonna fall in. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Nick. Have Happy a Thanksgiving to everybody in the Dallas Cowboy family and yours. Thank you so much. Appreciate that, Frank. All right. Let's uh, go to Tony in Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, Nick. Am I on? You are on. What's up, Tony? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, uh, in my emotions a little bit. Um, Why? You know, I, I kind of, okay? you know, just like, I guess with all of Cowboy Nation, wish that game last night would have turned out a little different. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Got to move past that. I thought you were going to tell me a sad story about your family or something like that. No, 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 (laughs) no. No, 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 no. It's okay. You know, I'm trying to get, you know, the the Cowboys to get the easiest path to the Super Bowl and, you know, or, you know, well, let me not get ahead of myself, to the playoffs. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, that starts with winning the division. And, you know, if, if Philly would have took a loss last night, that would have, you know, got us a little bit closer to that. And, um, you know, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, I, one thing I wanted to touch on, too, is um, I'm really glad that um, uh, Jerry Jones did uh, finally uh, – give the nod to get um, Jimmy into the ring of honor. You know, it's funny because I was sitting there watching, uh, 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 kind of messing around with my phone, and uh, I clicked on the site and it said, Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor. I'm like, what? I was like, yes. And so then I had to turn the channel and see what was going on with that. But uh, I'm really glad that that happened. It's crazy because when I did find out, like a wave of emotion like came over me. I don't know, out of nowhere, just like, you know, I was just really, really happy that that, that is now going to go down. And, um and uh, again, back getting back to the game last night, it's just like kind of like I think you said yesterday. You know, it, it's so hard to win a Super Bowl because you got to have so many things go right for you. You know, in the course of a season, and you kind of touched on it yesterday. You know, as, as uh, you have to, you have to have the talent number one, but you have to have some luck. You right. have to avoid major injuries. You have to um, have the ball bounce your way, which. Like one caller said earlier, the Phillies, to me, in my opinion, they're having a lot of balls bounce their way this year. I mean, with whether it be a call or, you know, getting fumbles back or whatever. And um, I remember one year, several years ago, we didn't actually um, 
go that far, but we did. I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, we have actually have gotten a lot of calls go our way this year. And um, unfortunately, we didn't really go anywhere that year. I think we lost in the, you know, the divisional round yet again. But I was just thinking that. But um, yeah, you just, you know, it's just so hard to win a Super Bowl and you have to have so many things go right. And um, again, I just wish that game would have turned out different. But like you said, we'll just have to find another way. And if it means going to one of those uh, places, either Philly or San Francisco, and winning on the road, we're just going to have to do that right. to find a way. So it might, it might be Detroit, honestly. Detroit. Or, yeah, that or Detroit. That or might Detroit, be the team yeah. to go or to Detroit. go play. So yeah, yeah. So. Just Anyways, gotta, gotta uh, thanks it. for the call right. and uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody there in the building um, and also all Cowboy Nation. And right. uh, be safe and go Cowboys. Thank you. Appreciate the call, Tony. Let's stay in Virginia, Ashland, Virginia. Is Kevin Kevin in Ashland, Virginia? Kevin, you there? Hey, Mick. Hey, man. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Uh, listen, I was listening yesterday, and uh, I was hearing um, that one of your favorite games is the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. And I agree with you on that. It's uh, one of my favorite games of the year, and it's definitely a tradition for us to watch the Cowboys game. Definitely. And, yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, we had a great win this past week. Uh was a little nervous there between, I know, in the third quarter, but we got it done at the end. Um, listen, uh, prediction for for Thanksgiving? I'm I'm going 35. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little crazy. I think it's gonna be 35, 21. We'll, we'll come out of, of the window there. Okay. Yeah, I mean that yes, that's sir. that you know, and, and that's good too because. The the other team always seems to play a little bit better too. You know they they, they come into this and it's a short week for them, even shorter because they got to travel. And you know it's it'll be a game. Washington will they they're, again they're embarrassed. You know they lost to the Giants. They thought their season's better than this. They'll come out and play it, play well. Definitely, uh, just history wise, I know Washington's always one of those teams that give us a hard time sometimes. So yeah, I know how it is. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it'll it'll be yeah, a it'll be a tough game for a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't right. have really much to say, but happy Thanksgiving, man. All right, you too. You have a good one. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. That was Kevin in in Ashland, Virginia. Let's uh, keep it moving here. Let's go to uh, Eric. He's in Colleen, Texas. Hey, Nick. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. All right. A few things. Uh, been listening the last couple of weeks. I'm a teacher. We're on Thanksgiving break, so I can't usually call in. All right. So I'm glad I got through. But um, favorite wrestler, Attitude Era. I'm 36, so I got to go with Rock and Stone Cold. Okay. Um, favorite Cowboys players, again, 36. It's got to be Romo and Witten together. Okay. Um, but a concern for me on that. I'd seen all this stuff about Kirk Cousins being an awesome teammate and, and helping out Dobbs and everything. But I've heard um, over the years that Romo and Winton weren't necessarily the best locker room guys for the young talent coming up. Can you talk about that at all? Mm. Or is that a no-no? Uh, no, I mean, it's, you know, and, and, and a lot of that is perception, too. Um, you know, Winton's thing was, wait, before I keep uh, get on this rant, is there any other call or any other question or comment or anything? Hey, man, I'm hoping for good turkey and a good game on Thursday. That's it. Love your show. Love all you guys. And have a, a blessed Thanksgiving, brother. That's it. All right. Appreciate that. Give him a, a, a – oh, First time caller, so I need a second ding too, Chris. Yeah, he got he got one. And, you know, I think Chris <laughs> missed one earlier. Um, who was that that called it? Was it Frank? 
that called, and uh, I was trying to give it to him, but I think he was on the line. Listen, getting um, you know, Chris is handling like eighteen different things going on uh, today. Um, so, all right, good stuff. Always love the first time caller. Appreciate that. Um, what was oh, Romo and Witten as teammates. You know, Witten was it was a little different with him. I mean, he he, he just he just was. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Michael Jordan, and I know I'm going there, but I'm just saying to the to the extent of he was a really great player, but sometimes he needed other things to kind of get him motivated. And even if he was, he kind of made it up a little bit. I mean, and I'm not saying he's making up reports here. We, we've seen plenty of that. What I'm saying is, is that like you know, like oh, you don't think I can do this? You know, like trying to find some disrespect, and and so. They would draft Martellus Bennett second round. They drafted Anthony Fasano second round. And he was kind of like, all right, second round, huh? You know, like, did I not go to the Pro Bowl? Did I not all pro? You know, you want another. And so he he helped them. But he also was like, I'm not handing you the knife so you could stab me with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm going to help you a little bit, but you got to pick it up yourself. You know, I'm not trying to get you to take my job. This is my spot. So he kind of took things competitive from that standpoint. I'm not saying he didn't help these younger guys, but I think he helped them more with the way he the way he carried himself, the way he got himself prepared. You know, he's not he wasn't the greatest athlete in the world. He's a good athlete, of course, but I'm just saying he wasn't this dynamic run away from people, you know, type of player, but he was really really good and and I think people looked at him that he was a leader from that perspective. Romo you know, I, Romo. I thought. I think some of it, some of these stories. You don't always hear some of these stories. Romo, Romo was a, was a good leader in his own way as well. Um, but I think from, from Dak's standpoint, everyone remembers with, with Dak here. You know, Dak credits Kellen Moore and Mark Sanchez for kind of helping him a little bit more than Romo did. But you got to remember too, Romo got hurt. Romo was, you know, when you get hurt, you come in, you're rehabbing, you're on a different schedule. So when when, Tony, when Dak's doing all this, you know, in the rookie year and all that, a lot of it, Romo wasn't wasn't there for. Um, I'm not giving Romo a pass. There's there's some some to that. I don't know if he was, you know, he he, he didn't love him. He didn't hang out with some of the, the young guys. He didn't hang out in the locker room like, like Dak does. But then again, there's only one Dak. So, you know, it's probably not fair to compare Romo to Dak from a leadership standpoint because it sounds like when a lot of these players come in from other places and they've been with other quarterbacks, Dak doesn't – I mean, like, they don't compare to Dak either. So I'm, I'm probably not going to – I'm not the right person for this because I, I love Romo and Witten. Both those guys are great, and I'm not going to sit here and say they were bad teammates, but, you know, they also were respectful for their own career. They, they, were, they were trying to, you know, stay in the business as long as possible. So there's kind of a fine line there. There is another – two other callers. Sorry, I've been long-winded here. We've got to get going here. Shelton in Canada. First-time caller, Shelton. What's up? Hi, Nick. How are you? Good, good. What do you, what do you uh, got? My question. Okay, so I've been a season ticket holder since 2007, and I go there quite a few times a year. But anyway, what I can't understand watching is that there's no doubt that they got Pollard and they got uh, Dowdy and stuff like that. And McCarthy is a huge fan of having a fullback. Why don't they use Lemke a lot more? So, you know, I think they're relying too much on Dak's arm, which is great. We all love to see that lighten it up. But a lot of times when you play like last year in San Francisco and that, 
They couldn't run the ball effectively enough to open up the pass game, and they got that big fullback there, and uh, like to use Zeke all the time. Why aren't they using him more, even when they've been ahead by 40 points? Why don't they put him in there to get some reps in there and give uh, Dowdy and Power, which are both good, change the back? But they got a big fullback in there, and I'm surprised they don't use them. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the call, Shelton. We're going to have to get moving on. I'm going to answer that. Thank you for for the call. I I think they are using him. Got to remember, he did not play a lot of fullback in college. He's big. He's got the fullback size and body, but that's not really what he's done. I mean, he, he he's not here. Because he, he was playing fullback, he was getting the ball. He was a running back at North Dakota State. He wasn't a running back at Ohio State. He was a running back at North Dakota State. Let's be honest about that. And he's still trying to transition into this. I think he's doing some fullback things. Uh, he's doing some running back. He's playing special teams. Again, let's not push this along here. He's an undrafted free agent from North Dakota State. It's not like teams don't value. I mean, don't don't look at this college. I mean, I saw Carson Wentz got drafted. Very, very high from North Dakota State. Watson, the receiver from Green Bay, drafted high. This guy was undrafted. Okay, so he's he's there's some there's some flaws to his game that he's still trying to get through. Let's don't push this along. I think if they thought he was coming in and it could be dynamic from the start, he would be. I, I think he, he'll get there. I got to be quick here. Let's go to Mark in Maryland as our last caller. Mark, what's up, man? Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Great show. Thank I watch you. all the shows. Uh, and I really love what you guys are doing. Last um, favorite wrestler is Haystack Calhoun. Long, that's way back. Haystack um, Calhoun, okay. Yep. And favorite cowboy, I got two, Tony Dorsett and uh, the Manster, Randy, Randy, uh, Randy White. Yep. So last week you had a caller who mentioned some dark uniforms, mm-hmm. and Micah Parson mentioned the same thing last year. Um, he would like to see some dark uniform for the oh, Cowboys. Well, then they but, might do it then. If Micah says yeah. it, they might. I mean, yeah. Micah, can do it. he seems like he's got that kind of pull so, over there. So maybe you'll see it. So I created some, and I would love to share them if possible. Um, anyway, I think okay. that the Cowboys in the red zone, if they would give Hunter Lipsky a chance in the red zone, I think that would make the uh, offense dynamic because then you'll have to key on him as well as Tony Pollard or whoever else is the other running back in the backfield. And uh, that's all I wanted to say. All right. uh, keep doing a good, good job on the show. All right, appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. Two straight callers about Hunter Lipke. Two, two straight mispronunciations of his name. Uh, we gotta get, we got to learn his name first before he can be like a dynamic goal lineback. Um, I, again, I said it before. I mean, I, I think that they're, they're still working on things with him. Uh, he might, he might be that guy. He might be a guy that, that can, you know, get to the end zone and do that. They, I, you know, why not try it earlier? I mean, short yardage, third and one, fourth and one at midfield. Give the, give him the ball. Give him a kind of a different wrinkle. There's probably, they're probably working on something there, thinking he's a fullback. There might be a quick, a quick, you know, run there with him up the middle. Uh, I bet you that, that, that will happen. I don't know if he'll be the featured back. Um, but he could, you know, I mean, the, sometimes these things develop over time like that. So, um, you, you know, you guys aren't wrong for thinking that, um, it might be something that they're working on, but again, don't forget he's a undrafted rookie and, and he's still, you know, he's got things to, to figure out. He's not just going to come in here and just be Mike Allstott. I mean, it's just not going to happen like that, but it'd be a lot cooler if he was, because every time he got the ball, we'd just be like, Poof. All right, awesome. Uh, Good way to finish the show. Thank you to Chris Beam. Appreciate him. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!